Notice the difference. And welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me. A little sweet home Alabama with our friends Leonard Skinner. I got to tell you a story about this. So I actually heard, well, I didn't see. Okay. All right. It probably isn't that exciting because <laughs> it wasn't Skinner that I saw in Alabama. But when my husband and I were vacationing last spring, we uh, went to this, oh my gosh, love this place called Florabama. It's a total uh dive bar literally on the ocean in uh on the border of both florida and alabama thus the florabama and there was a great band big earl and the something somethings that were playing and they played this song and the whole crowd went just crazy and uh, i just you know i just kind of went along with it hey i'm just a girl from the midwest and didn't want to draw any attention to myself but they loved it and i did too it was fun it was fun to listen to so how are you doing today? I am looking outside and it's not particularly sunny, is it? And I guess we got our two days of sun this week and we're we're not going to see it again for a bit, at least not for today. I didn't even actually, I haven't been paying attention to the weather forecast looking. Yep, just looks like cloudy. Yep, and that's, oh, maybe Saturday we'll see some sun. But anyway, enough about the weather. There's all kinds of headlines, and then I will be happy to take your calls. You can weigh in on the topics of the day. I see a couple of good pieces of uh, news about the Republican-controlled House. They passed a new rules package for Congress in in their first vote. That is obviously very good, good news. Uh, with the new Speaker Kevin uh, McCarthy in, in, and the Republicans in the majority. Uh, also, Republicans are preparing a subcommittee to look into keeping federal agencies accountable for overreach. Hmm, wouldn't that be nice to see that uh, in, in, in the day and age of censorship of all, uh, all information that has to do with anything conservative, at least, and anything really that's important for the public to hear. Uh, Here's another headline. Federal agencies looking into banning gas stoves. I heard about this yesterday, and I thought, what? Seriously? I mean, we have an electric stove, so you know, I guess it won't affect me personally. But why is it? I'll just share this information with you. A federal agency may look to ban gas stoves. Well, hey, note to our Republican legislature over concern oh, about the release of pollutants that can cause health and respiratory problems. So the gas stoves are powered by natural gas and uh, correct me if i'm wrong but most of well a significant portion of those of us who heat our homes in the winter and cool our homes in the summer have natural gas furnaces so what are they going to do what what's next what's next on the chopping block for the lefty environment uh, environmentalists Ugh, infuriating next uh, next headline i have overwhelming Majority of Americans are scared or angry with the direction of the country. If you'd seen me last Sunday, I was at the grocery store, and I, I, I actually 
called my husband for like the 17th time. Hey, do we, can you check the refrigerator? Do we have this? Or, you know, check the cupboard for this. And, you know, he just, he's sort of on standby. He just sort of rolls his eyes when I say, I'm going to the grocery store. I'll see you in an hour. And he always says, I'll talk to you in five minutes. <laughs> because I do call him quite a bit and ask him about, oh, I forgot to look to see if we have this or that. or. But anyway, I was on this long diatribe, raging diatribe with him about, I can't believe the price of eggs. I can't believe the price of butter. I can't believe the price of cheese. You know, I used to buy a package of shredded cheese and it caught, and you know, frankly, I, I suppose there are those of you who are purist, cheese purists. Oh, I only strive. I only uh, aspire to be like you, but I know that you're supposed to really shred your own cheese. It's evidently there's something in shredded cheese that, I don't know, that preservative probably, or whatever it is, that it's it's probably better to just buy a block of cheese. But anyway, I'm looking for shredded cheese, and, and I'm accustomed to, uh, at the grocery store that I shop at, they usually have two packets for three bucks. And that's, I mean, that's a good deal. Or, I mean, that's what it used to be before. Hey, thanks a lot, Brandon. But now they're $3 a piece. And I was going on and on to my husband. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And then I hit the egg section and I am infuriated because, are you, are, are, do you realize, I mean, I'm sure you do, but eggs are six ninety nine a dozen. And I just was looking through the the various different types of eggs. There's organic ones and brown eggs. And I mean, I just bought the least expensive dozen. But I buy a lot of eggs because it's a good source of protein. And anyway, yes, I'm scared and angry with the direction of the country. And this is since President, okay, nope, won't say it. Since Joe Biden took office, several polls have shown that Americans are concerned about the direction of the country under his leadership. Really? As a result, Biden's overall job approval rating has been underwater. Yes, yes, we knew that too. Not a shocker. As issues like inflation and the border crisis continue to worsen, most Americans say they do not feel optimistic about the direction of the country in 2023. So then why, why did we not experience a overwhelming tsunami, a red wave in this last midterm? And I have a friend, I won't say who you are, but if you're listening, you know that I'm talking about you, that always says, well, Americans have not yet felt enough pain. When will we reach the point of enough pain before people start to pay attention and realize that their voting choices directly affect them? Duh. I don't know how much more obvious it could be. This is a CBS News. Oh, gotta love them. CBS News YouGov poll published Monday, and I'm surprised they published it if it's unfavorable to Joe Biden and the Democrats, show that 71% of Americans said they either feel scared or angry about the direction of the country. So, okay, so is scared and angry painful enough? I mean, really, I, I would I would really like to see a, a change in, in this country. I mean, I'm heartened. I'm optimistic. I truly am optimistic about... Uh, the the uh, Republican House, but we shall see. Obviously, we shall see. The smallest amount, 11%, said they were excited. Seriously, 11% of our fellow citizens are excited about the things in the United States over the next year. We know who those people are. Those are the far lefties that want to uh, fundamentally transform the United States of America. All right, so here I'm just going to page through, see if there's anything else that is of interest that I would like to come. Oh, see, this is not happy news, but then I'll take your calls. I promise. 
Uh, another survey, survey says, remember that from, uh, uh, was it Family Feud? Uh, this is how you know you are privileged when you cannot recognize your own privilege. Uh, so this is the percentage of Americans who say they are proud to live in the United States by generation. Boomers. Okay, boomer, 73%. Oh, thank God for the boomers. 73% say that they are proud to live in the United States. Gen X, 54%. Millennials, 36%. And Gen Z, oh my gosh, how tragic. 16%. Only 16% say that uh, they are proud to live in the United States. What's the matter with the rest of them? Hey, go try living in another country, and like Brittany Griner, and see how, how great it is in another country, how great socialism or communism works. 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. First up this morning, good morning and welcome to Feedback. Hi. Uh, just a comment about your uh, um, story about the government wanting to ban the stoves. Oh, yeah. And you said, you said that... Uh, that uh, a lot of people heat their homes with stoves in the winter. Oh, no, no, no. Heat their homes with gas-powered, uh, natural gas furnaces. Yes. yes. Well, you're, you're, you're mistaken on this one. Am I? Um, yes, you are. The ban was for, the, or the potential ban was for the stoves that you cook on, not a furnace that you heat Oh, your I home know. On. I was just speculating that what would be next. So I, I just mm, said, well, what would yeah. be? What do you mean? Can I, am I, am I not allowed to speculate? Well, you're you're drawing conclusions based not on facts, but well, why not on your own this beliefs? Is, this is an opinion show. Yep, I realize that, and you have bad opinions. That's okay. Okay. Well, what are your opinions that are so great? Um, your show is a lot worse off once Tom King left. <laughs> I like Tom King for his knowledge of sports. And his knowledge this of music. Show, Tom was never on feedback, though. I mean, he hasn't been on feedback for years. So you're but calling. But he was on their show you're calling in during feedback. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the entire show from five to nine. All right. Well, so don't you think that uh, uh, I made it better uh, during the Wisconsin Morning News by bringing Tom into the program with the Stump Tom segment? That was my idea. Do you realize that? Well, you realize that he retired, so even if he shows up once a week or once a month... Do you realize? Hey, answer my him. question first, since I'm the host of the show. Do you realize that it's because of me that we had Stump Tom on the program? Do you realize that? No. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, that's the fact. So, hey, thanks thanks for calling in. You didn't brighten my day. And uh, I, didn't, actually, I didn't intend to brighten your day. Well, You never uh, brighten mine, so why brighten yours? Well, why are you calling in then? Why are you calling okay. in? Have a great day. Wow. That was quite a call from a very crabby leftist that uh, evidently is going to go back into his basement and get into a fetal position. 715-845-2155. Good morning. You're on feedback. Hi, is this Meg? Yes. I'm Meg Rick from Wausau here. Hi, Rick. I'm calling to comment on the uh, public school restructuring for Wausau. I would like to encourage every citizen and taxpayer of Wausau to watch all the school board meetings, and you'll find no further evidence that public education has collapsed. They are completely out of touch with how parents feel, um, what is right for the kids, and um, it, would, it would further support for school choice candidates because when you actually watch the meetings and how they 
interact with parents, um, toward parents, speaking to parents, and um, try to withhold information, um, cherry-pick opinions. There's absolutely no regard for, for how parents and, and citizens feel. Um, they're just trying to steer steer everything towards something that they want. Um, it's very condescending how they treat the, the public. Okay, so hold on. To... Okay, so hold on. I, I want you to back up your claims because you're talking about the current WASA school board members? Well, I'm ca- talking about the restructuring effort in general. Okay. So yeah. are you, have you attended the meetings in, in person? I've watched, them, I've watched them online. Okay, so, but have you attended any of the meetings and, and weighed in on what you believe as opposed to just complaining about it? I have not, but I've watched them online. All right. Well, okay. Anybody can watch them online. But if if you do want to provide, and and I mean, I've had uh, school board members as well as the superintendent on this program, and I mean, they've been made it very clear that they are soliciting input from the public, and that's why they haven't made any decisions, because they do want to take the uh, public opinion into account and and i i take them at their word i know these school board members personally so i would i would tell you to give them a chance and if you really want to if you really want to express your concerns call them up all their phone numbers are published on the school uh, the school district website you can have a conversation with them they're not uh, they're not uh, uh, untouchable you can certainly uh, reach out to them and express your concerns to them and I, i'm more than certain that they'll listen to you. It just never made sense to a lot of folks I talked to that the, the actual plan, specific plan, um, has has taken so long to come out. And, and even the even now, you know, some more questions will be answered January 23rd. Well, we're a year into this process. Can you get more specific and, about what it is that you are, are I mean, what's your, uh, forgive the question, uh, crass term but what's your beef i mean like so are you in a particular uh well in a particular neighborhood where your school could potentially be closed no wasa school district split up to two high schools years ago for a reason the population and the enrollment and all that Mm -hmm. justified it um one high school would be a big high school now they're going to reduce the enrollment by eliminating ninth grade but there are a lot of missed opportunities there. You're talking about cutting, you know, varsity sport positions in half. Um, like I said, Wausau has justified two high schools years ago. Well, and I so, think I think that's a declining enrollment is is what I've been told is that there there isn't uh, there there aren't enough students in the district to East, justify two high schools. East is roughly a thousand, and and West is roughly fifteen hundred. So you're looking at you know, if you included ninth grade, you're looking at a high school of 25, 2600. That's upwards with potentially the biggest high school in the state. That's why the district split into two high schools to begin with. Okay. So. And, you know, so, so the district size and the community size justifies two high schools. Okay. So, so I, I uh, here's what I would encourage you to do. And I mean, I truly mean this. In fact, I just got a text message from one of the school board members. He's listening to you right now. So he's here. He's hearing what you have to say. And I would sure. encourage you. I would, uh, if you want to make a difference and I speak from experience because I don't, frankly, I can't stand watching any 
public meeting online. I go there in person and I make my voice heard. And that's what I would encourage you to do. And I would encourage you to bring other concerned parents or citizens to do so. That's how you get changes. You don't, I mean, complaining about it and, and you know, I guess insinuating that the WASA school board members are, you know, whatever. You well, know, I'm whatever. not insinuating anything personal. I just, I just don't think the, the, and I don't even know that it's the board. I think it's more the administration hasn't been is forthcoming as early with the plan so that everybody can actually see what, what it is that they want to do. And if I could just make one last point, what, what would make sense to a lot of people that pay taxes in this district is to restructure the elementary setup, send to send half the kids to Horseman, half the kids to John Muir. Okay. So then you would even out the high school population Here, here's what i'm going to do i'm texting him right now he's he's going to call in um and he'll he'll respond to your uh, he'll respond to your concerns so if you hang okay. up i will take his call and then you can p- please sure. tune in okay hey you said your Absolutely. name is rick and wasa thanks for calling in sure. i appreciate it i do encourage you to go in person it's a lot more okay. meaningful in person have a great day thanks Thank for you, your man. call yep 715-845-2155 good morning and welcome to feedback Hey, Meg, it's John. Hi, John. How are you? I'm doing all right. So give me some facts, Mr. School Board Member. Well, I just, I mean, this is a very complicated topic, right? We have so many facilities, we're spread so thin, and we're looking for the opportunity for efficiencies. We heard we heard from uh, several teachers last night. I would encourage folks to go listen to that particular part of the meeting to get an idea of the inefficiencies and the, the discrepancies uh, and the unequal access to, to, you know, programs that exist, which is what we're trying to solve right now. For example, in Wausau West, we heard last night that there are five business teachers uh, that, the, that the students have access to. In Wausau East, they have one. So bringing folks together will bring equal access to great programs and great curriculum, and even athletics. Look at Wausau East right now. They have an eight-man football team. So there there are students that are, you know, if they want to play football or a certain sport that isn't uh, doing so well on the the east side of the river, um, you know, they either have to try to somehow get to west, which is really not, you know, that possible, or they do school of choice and they – go to D.C. Everest or they go to Mosinee or they go somewhere else. You know, these are the things that we're trying to um, prevent from happening and creating a, a district that is, you know, streamlined, efficient, and using using our resources uh, to the best of our ability. And and in, in consolidation with some of those elementary schools, there's a big savings for the taxpayer. So being, you know, being good stewards of taxpayer money, those are facilities that we no longer have to go to the community and continually ask for money for upgrades and updates so we're trying to be smart going looking out 10 to 20 years from now about you know how we continue to sustain uh good public education you know here in the wasa school district so was i correct in citing that there is declining enrollment in the wasa school district okay yes yeah that's that's a fact across the state and just about every community unless you know there's examples like sun prairie where you know, people are, are pouring into that particular area um, and, and their enrollment is growing. But that's a rare, a rare, you know, situation. Most 
most folks or most communities and, and across the country are seeing declining enrollment, which is, you know, it's, it's basically a function of people not having as many kids as they used to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have the largest generation of our time, baby boomers, who are exiting the workforce. So that's a hard trend. Uh, we talked about uh, that was talked about last night as well. It's getting harder to find teachers because you have the largest generation of our time exiting the workforce at a pace that can't be replaced. You know, so um, that that's another reason for consolidation is being able to be smart with the resources that we do have and becoming a district of choice, not just for our our, our families and our students, but also for our staff. So I guess the way that I'm looking at or that I am viewing this situation is that you are the school board is looking well is is trying to be fiscally responsible with with taxpayer money you're looking to find and and i know because there's a wide variety of backgrounds on the school board not just someone coming from the public sector and and serving on the school board but many are in the private sector have experience in business or working with budgets i think there's a former uh, superintendent on the school board. There's a there's a wide variety. You're looking to solve some problems that need to be that we need to face, as opposed to sweeping them under the rug. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I like to solve problems. I don't like. I mean, the answer of doing nothing here is is not the answer um, because hard choices will have to be made at some point in time. So this is an opportunity to be proactive and be smart about it. Um, you know, hindsight being 2020, Wausau East should have never been built. They had the demographic studies at that time before that school was built to know that the entire west side was going to explode in commercial and, and uh, you know, real estate uh, construction. I mean, it's it, they had that information at that time. They, they had information to know that, you know, families were having less kids and that there, you know, could potentially be declining enrollments. And obviously that's, that's hit us now. But, you know, hindsight being 2020, that should have never been built, but I can't change the past, you know. So and, and to, to go to the model that is being discussed and talked about eighth and ninth grade at Wausau East and 10 through 12th at Wausau West, it would not put the school uh, Wausau West over uh, 2000 students. Um, I think I heard 24, 2500. That's that's not the case. Um, it would be under 2,000 students still at Wausau West. They're at about 15, 1,600 right now. So, you know, the things that we're talking about, you know, everyone says, oh, mega schools and mega, we're talking about, yeah, we're talking about some increased, um, you know, um, uh, numbers at, at some schools, but we're not talking about huge, huge swings. So. Thanks, John. I gotta, I gotta yeah. go to a break. I see. No I problem. appreciate you calling in and, uh, uh, yes, I welcome. encourage everyone to reach out to, to I mean, call me. I, my, like you said, my phone number's out there. Give me a call. I love talking to people. All right. Well, good. And I knew, I knew that about you, and I know that about many of your other fellow school board members. But you're always welcome to come on the show, too. So we, right. we can continue to have this dialogue, and I think that that's it. What, pro- what proves today is that that's something that we need to ke- continue to do. So, hey, keep Indeed. up the great work. Thank you so much for tuning in and calling right. in this Bye-bye. morning. Have a great day. Got to go to a break. We'll be right back on WSAU Feedback. God bless. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.